Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. guys, welcome to another episode of the Best Life Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something that has been coming up quite a bit. Actually, like total transparency with each other. Uh, I was going to say my clients, which is also coming up with them too. But <laughs> just like total transparency, we're going to talk today about shit. being in a rut. Man, being in a rut, a creative rut, a motivation rut, an inspiration rut, a action rut and how you can uh, deal with that and maybe pull yourself out of it. So I'm pumped to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody gets into a rut, a funk, whatever you want to call it, the funky funks. But it could be, I mean, literally, it could be around going to the gym, working out, getting up and going to work, even if it's something you love. I think there's so many times in our life and we tend to beat ourselves up when it happens. And it's like, we want to talk about it because... A, it's normal. B, we've been going through it, both of us personally. And so we're like, you know, this is a really good time to talk about this. Yeah, it was interesting. We had the conversation this morning and I was just like, man, I haven't really done too much in the business in the last month. And you were like, I last time I tried to like sit down and do a lot of work was about a month ago, <laughs> like some serious work, right? Yeah, Not just yeah. social media stuff, but like some serious creative work. And it had been a month and I just said to you, I said, look, we've been doing this shit for 10 years. Every once in a while, it's okay to take a month off. <laughs> to take a month because off. I think one of the things that we mentioned this in another episode, there's a misconception that if you love something, even if you love exercise or if you love, you know, building your business, you love social media, that doesn't mean that you're going to be blazing with passion every second to do it. And I do think that it is normal, but I feel like there's a lot of shame around it. There is, there is. And it's like, so funny because I like thought about the date. I go, yesterday was the 4th of July and um, we got back from Cabo and I got on the 4th of June. And that I remember sitting down right after that Cabo trip and I was so exhausted. And I had stared at the computer for like three and a half hours. I had logged into three different accounts of things I was going to work on, never did it. And then I remember getting so overwhelmed, I just didn't want to do it again. And I go, oh my gosh, that was the 4th of June. Like it's been exactly a month since I've really sat down to try to do this project that we been talking about for over a month. So I was going, okay, yeah, I do need to give myself some grace. Obviously, I got to get back on the wagon and like do some work. But it can be it can be really hard when you especially if you're if you're trying to make money and you're in a funk, you know, like being an entrepreneur and even like the business, the body side, you know, like maybe you've been maybe you've been on a weight loss journey for a long time and you're just like, dang, when is this ever going to end? It's just like life never ends. And sometimes we do have to kind of like maybe just step off the track while everyone's still running and like, like give ourselves a little rest. You know, it's so interesting to me. I love having this conversation because as you know, one of my big mantras is action taking. Mm -hmm. And so, and I do, I believe that so much to me, taking any sort of action does put you back in your power. So if you're sitting there and you're feeling lazy, you're feeling like there's this whole mountain of stuff I should be doing. And then you're going, but I just can't seem to muster up the activation energy that it's going to take to do that. And then we compound it by judging ourselves and going, well, look at all these people. We compare ourselves. Look at all these people. They don't seem to have a problem with motivation. They don't seem to have to worry about getting up and giving themselves pep talks. What I would say is they actually do. And it's just, you're just not seeing it. I think it's totally normal. It's totally human. And so 
I love the idea of stepping off the hamster wheel for a second. How do you allow yourself to compassion during that? <laughs> Is this a question for me? How do you yeah. allow it? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I learned, and I remember being so scared, I'll just talk about it from the business perspective, especially because, you know, for you and I, a lot of our creativity, that's how we make money. If I yeah. create products, services, freebies, whatever, that's how I make money. The more I do, the more money I make, period. As a, as a solopreneur, as a personal brand, and so you're going, man, I remember the first time it's happened to me, I was really stressed out, like so upset. And I remember talking to Jade at the time and just like being like, I have no thoughts in my brain. Yep. Like I just have no creative anything in my brain. I feel like I'm in, like a little bit of a launch hangover. I just can't. I, there's like nothing new that I'm not feeling inspired. And I remember like crying. And being like, what if it never comes back? Yes. Because I think that's what people are scared of, yeah. right? Oh, I haven't exercised for three months. Yeah. I'm just going to never exercise again. <laughs> yep, yep. And in your experience, is that true? No, in my experience, is not true. You know, like we do forget that sometimes it, it, it can be a long time. It can feel like a long time. But in the grand scheme of things, is taking a month off of working out a long time. Not really. It's taking a month off of anything a long time. It just really depends. And I think we tend to... Um, make it so much bigger than it is. But I actually had a really similar time. It was a 2013, actually, the end of the year. And this is the first one of the, uh, it wasn't the first time I did hypnotherapy, but I did hypnotherapy with my friend Grace. And I was stressing out because that was around the time when I started to really shift my messaging um, from the fitness. And I was really scared because I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was thinking, I have to come up with something new quickly. And I wasn't, like, when you're forcing yourself to be creative, it's not, it's almost like, that you can't, like you can't force it, right? So of course, nothing was coming out, nothing was sticking. Uh, I was just feeling overwhelmed. And we did a hypnosis session. And you know, in hypnosis, you kind of tap into your subconscious. And we did this, this thing. And basically, the message I received was, it's not going to be that long. And trust. And so I was like, Oh, my God, it's it. not going to be that long, I need to trust it. And so I stopped trying. I gave myself the rest of December off like a break. And then mid-January, all of a sudden, just everything came in a rush. Like I had these ideas and I had the right conversations, but I was pushing it so much. It just wasn't allowing anything in. And I realized I had to just kind of let it go. And even when um, I got uh, divorced and I stepped away for a bit and I did have to step away from my business, same thing. It was around last year when the Life AF came about for me, but there was a good chunk of time where I wasn't doing anything. And I just said, okay, you got to let yourself kind of step back. And it is hard to say, I'm going to let myself do nothing, especially when you're like us, where you're like, I got to do stuff. I got to do stuff. I got to be creating. I have to be on. You know, I, and I agree. And I think I would challenge the idea that you're doing nothing because I think I have in my notes, one of the first things to do when you're feeling that way is honor it and talk it out. Mm -hmm. I think like you need to be able to talk through it without, with a trusted friend or someone who is just like cool. And they're willing to listen without giving you a whole laundry list of shit to do. Yeah. That's the last thing you need. You're like, I know what to do. Yeah, but I yeah. just can't do it right now. So you need to have someone be like, hey, that's cool. Like, you know, what do you need to do? What do you need? Just like, like allowing for you to like talk it out and normalize it and neutralize it, yeah. I feel like is, so if you if it's an entrepreneurial thing, like reach out to an entrepreneurial friend and be like, hey, can I run something by you? Like, has that ever happened to you? Yeah. In my mastermind, we talk about that all the time. Someone will get in the group and be like, uh, I don't know if this is okay or not, but here's how I'm feeling. And then everyone's like, me too. Yeah. And so I think just having the validation. Yeah. And, and realizing it, you know, you, like I said, you and I've been doing this for like eight or nine years now, 
literally it's happened multiple times. And now I just recognize it. And instead of judging it, I go, okay, I know it's going to be transient. Yep. I'm just going to honor it. I'm going to talk it out. We're going to laugh about it maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? And then, so I think the first thing to do is probably to quote do is probably just say it out loud. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, having us having the conversation the other day was helpful for me. It almost, <laughs> I was going to say, it almost got me to do the thing that I've been avoiding. But I think that in this next week I can, I actually feel like going, okay, I'm ready now. I'm ready. Yeah. But it just, sometimes it's like, you just have to wait till you're ready. It's, it's just, I equate so many things to like exercise and I, like the, the metabolic effect philosophy, rest until you, what is it? Uh, work Push until you can. Until, rest, rest until, until you can. can. Right. So it's like, rest until you can again. And I think I'm going, okay, I've gotten my rest. Like, caught my breath. Now I can get up and go again. You know, we just ran the Santa Monica stairs the other day and those things are intense and you can't, well, I mean, if you're a superhuman, I'm sure you could do it nonstop, but there are like ledges and those are times like you can kind of walk and like catch your breath before you push again. And I think sometimes we are so used to always pushing, pushing our body, pushing our mind, pushing our relationships that when we're not, we feel like we're not um, getting ahead, but it really is kind of like the the tortoise and the hare story slow and steady wins the race yeah. I think we gotta well actually that's it's kind of the opposite you gotta be more like the hare maybe sometimes take some breaks you know I think it is because to me like I love what you said about just this is really at a high level this is energy management stuff mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like you can't I look at it like catabolic and anabolic like we have these these times where we're like so like putting out putting out putting out that's like the catabolic side right yep. And then no matter what, so you can think about it that way, like muscle building, right? You just can't keep hammering your muscles without taking any rest. Same thing with your energy, same thing with your creativity, same thing with your motivation. And some everyone will be a little bit different. Some people will get reached their max within six months. Other people will take them six years. Like, you know, so I think it's, it's okay to have that kind of like push rest mentality and like build back up your mental reserves, build back up your energetic reserves, just like you do with your adrenal fatigue, right? Yep. Like just going, okay, I know I can't really push that hard. I have to just walk and I have to get yeah. those building blocks back so that I can feel excited again to, to, to work. So then, okay, how do you like, okay, it's time. Like, how do you know, or can you like force it? Is there one step that you're like, okay, now I'm back in. I think sometimes you have to come back in a different it's a different version of you or do things different than you were doing before. So I'm thinking about exercise. You know, sometimes we get in that, like, I'm in a funk. I don't, I'm in a rut with my workout routine. I've been lifting the same all the time. Maybe when you go back, you go, all right, I'm going to do a little bit of a different routine. I'm going to like join a class instead of doing my normal stuff. Um, if it's, it has to do with your work, maybe like the social media is stressing you out. Maybe you want to try writing or something. I think that sometimes to get back into it, you do need to do something for sure. Yeah. But maybe going at a different angle or coming in a little different way is going to help kind of like spice things up or get your brain going again. I love that because it reminds me of reading um, Sean Acor's book, The Happiness Advantage. Uh-huh. He actually went through the research and psychology of like, if you feel so overwhelmed to do something, a task feels like so huge and you're like, God, I know I need to create this thing or I need to write this thing or I need to do this like big, huge project. He says like, it's like looking at a super messy desk. Yeah. He goes, just set your timer for five minutes yep. and clean as much as you can in five minutes. And what happens often, and you know this, is that we get through that five minutes and we're like, cool, now I just want to finish the desk because I'm already like going. So it's the idea of just taking that first step and then action begets more action. But don't make it in your head like it needs to be this like big deal. Don't even go to the gym. You haven't been to the gym for three months. You have to go for like two hours. You're literally like, okay, let me just go in and like set my timer on my phone for 10 minutes, see what I can get done. And if it's only 10 minutes, cool. 
but chances are you're going to probably want to do a little bit more than that. So I think action begets more action too. So at some point you do have to kind of step back into it, but I think it's okay to wade in versus like jumping back in with two feet. Yeah. I I just joined a gym again recently and I haven't been consistently because I've been traveling and the motivation isn't super high right now because I've been working (laughs) the last little bit I've been working out with Jill and it's, it seems more motivating with somebody. So to go back by myself is kind of like a drag, but I've been literally just making myself go for 20 minutes and then I end up staying a little longer. I've been doing more stretching and stuff, but I think that's really key. I like that. Just make yourself, you got to do something. And then the, the consistency has been making me keep going. Right. And now I've been doing a little bit more and I've been getting it feeling better. And it just, it really is that action. We get some more action. You got to just start. Yeah. You know, one of the things I think we're probably most scared of taking a break is because we feel like we're going to lose ground. Mm -hmm. So if it's with exercise, you're like, but I work so hard to get this body. I don't want to see it go to waste. Or, you know, with your business, I've worked so hard to build this trust. I just can't go underground now. So how do you, I have a couple ideas, but how do you maintain some level of relevancy when you are kind of just wanting to be in your cave? It's, uh, it's difficult. Is there a maintenance plan? <laughs> I think there's, a, you know, I, I will say there's some, there's a lot of validity to it. Like, okay, if if you were like a doctor, you couldn't just disappear from your practice. Uh, probably not, I would right. imagine, unless you set up something. You'd have to set up something so everything wouldn't fall apart, right? So you'd have to get a substitute. If you're a teacher, you get a substitute teacher. You've got, like, there has to be a backup. So I do believe you have to have some kind of floating plan, if you will, like treading water. Maybe you're not like swimming to shore, but you're treading. You've got it. You've got to do some kind of treading water. That's actually the truth. I don't think you can necessarily fall off the face of the planet because uh, one, it is hard to come back from. And two, you do lose some ground, but I think treading is okay. I think sometimes you have to. So whether if it's, if you're an online business person, you got to stay up on some social, you know, maybe you're not posting three times a day anymore, but you're trying to get in a couple times a week, like you still got to be around. I think if you're, if your fitness stuff, like, you know, you're not going to lose everything overnight, but you are going to lose a lot. So I mean, for me, even though I've been out of the gym, I try to stay active, like I watch my steps, at least try to walk a lot. Um, I try to watch the what I'm eating, even though it's not fantastic. But when I'm traveling, I know that's going to be more difficult. So I think you do have to have kind of a, a floating plan. You can't totally stop even though you really want to. Yeah, I know. I love the idea of that. I think sometimes it's we think that we're going to lose more ground than we actually do. That's true. You know, like I, I think we're that. like, oh, I'm just not going to be, I'm, I'm just not going to be at the gym and I'm losing all my muscle. And it's like, no, like muscle memory. Same thing with your online business. Yep. People aren't going to be like, where's Danny? Like yep. they're just not noticing. I wish they were. Yep. They're not noticing. And it takes a lot to lose someone's trust, I think. Yeah. And so one of the things that I do is in the times where I am like blazing with motivation, what I'll do is I will like just make a list of like inspiration, you know, like podcasts or books or ideas or things that like when I am like totally in flow, my motivation is super high. I keep it on my phone as a note and I have all these ideas so that when I am kind of brain dead, I can go, let me just look at my inspiration note. I think it's actually called like literally all caps ideas. (laughs) And then it's just this like, just, uh, you know, just stream of consciousness ideas that may or may not end up being something, but they're almost like plug and play. For those moments when I'm like, I just can't come up with something mind-blowing at this point. I love that. I mean, just even for example of the podcast, we have a list of ideas of things we want to talk about. And sometimes we're like, okay, we got to record. And what are we going to talk about today? It's like, let's go to the list and see. Because sometimes we're not as motivated to talk about 
certain things, but we need, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to bring it up. So I'm glad that this actually happens to be on the list. <laughs> actually, this wasn't even on the list. We just have been going through it, which is pretty funny. But I like, I like that idea. I think that's super helpful for people to do. Yeah, um, I love that. And I also love the idea of putting yourself on the hook. This is like one of the things that, you know, so for example, we're recording this podcast in Cole Hatter's house right now. And the reason why we're here is because we put it on the schedule to interview him. Yep. So we're like, oh shit, we're already in podcast mode because we told other people that we're going to be there. Yeah. So it's like, oh fuck, okay, I have the, the meeting. I already set it up. Put yourself on the hook, even though you know, like, oh, like if the day comes, you're like, oh, I wish I didn't have that thing. But you force yourself to do it, and it gets you in the mode of like, okay, I'm like back in a little bit of an action mode now. And you and I recorded five podcasts this week. Yep. You know, and so I think whereas maybe two weeks ago I was like kind of like avoiding your calls because I'm like, oh shit, she's gonna ask me to do a podcast, and I'm just not ready. <laughs> but I think now it's like, okay, we're back in this mode a little bit, and it doesn't feel so big to overcome that activation, like. Put it on someone else. Yeah. I think I think just listening to this and even hearing that you were in a funk made me feel better about my <laughs> own funk. Like, it's hard. It's so funny that sometimes when our friends, you know, my friend Rebecca, Beck's life, her and I would go through some stuff and we would yell at each other because we'd always be helping each other out. So we're like, we can't go through crap at the same time because who's going to help the other person out? But, you know, we were both going through it and it's, it's like, okay, this is life, but for me, it felt validating to know that somebody who I look up to, somebody who's successful, like I think this will help a lot of people because, you know, like you said, if you're looking at people from the outside in the social media world, you always feel like everybody seems to be doing more than you and taking, like doing all the things and you're going, wow, why isn't my brain working? Why isn't my business flourishing? Why isn't, why am I not coming up with like really cool events or ideas or programs? Like that's a really cool one. I should have come. And it's just like, that doesn't get you anywhere. And just know too that they're going to go through it eventually they're going through their like fun phase and everybody's got their their excited manic we got all the ideas phase and then they're like I'm dry I'm dry out of ideas I think it's disorienting because like you said you go through that period where you do have a ton of ideas you are like blazing with passion for your new workout program your new diet you're doing yeah and what happens is that's always when we're the most excited when it's like a brand new thing and then inevitably the novelty is going to wear off yeah and so it's it's a little bit disconcerting because you're going, wait, I got into this because this is so fun and yeah. like this is so amazing. Online business. And then like you and I can test you six months in, you're like, why isn't anything <laughs> growing? I hate this. You're so frustrated. <laughs> so and frustrating. so I think being able to weather those times, I know for you and I, we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm like, it's the ones that can weather those down times yeah. and just go, okay, I'm going to do my best in these moments. And they're going, they're looking at it from the long way, right? They're taking the long view and they're going, okay, they're, I'm just not going to be like so excited about this all the time. But I know if I maintain that low level of residency that I'm or relevancy that I'm pretty consistent. I can get through this winter period in my business yeah. or in my fitness. And I know that at some point it's going to be summer again. One of the things that I did during this, like this period and like some periods in the past where I've gone through this like funk or rut is I started to do a lot more reading. I started to listen to podcasts. I kind of did I became more of a consumer of other people's stuff because I wasn't like my own ideas felt stagnant. So I started to just like, I need to read other people's ideas. I need to hear what other people are doing and not in that it might not have anything to do with my business personally, just, just different things, watching YouTube videos, like comedy, just to get me laughing and just, you know, looking at things in a different way. 
taking a lot more walks and just um, being alone with my thoughts because sometimes I think we're so focused on what's not happening. We don't even know what is happening. And so kind of like taking a lot of quiet time and, and spending some time with yourself journaling or just like alone with your own thoughts, you just might gratitude. see the things. Like, look at back and go like, yeah. shit, I've done a lot. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just like giving yourself that time and just going, okay, here we are. You know, what is this about? Is there something that I need to know? Is there something that this is trying to tell me? Or is this just a time we need to take the break? And sometimes it is just that time you need to take the break. And sometimes it's, we have to create space for something new to come in. Mm -hmm. And when you're staying so busy with all these projects, and we're staying so constantly, constantly creating, we are not allowing any new stuff to come in. So I think it's actually really important that we I think actually going through the ruts is an important part of our business and that's where we can really launch into some really cool creative new things. The consumer part is really awesome. Jade used to call that cocoon phase, being in cocoon phase mm. where you're like not really putting a lot out, but yep. you're just consuming yep. and you're getting your ideas together. And one of the things that I love to do along with putting myself on the hook is going to an in-person event. Mm -hmm. So even if I'm like in a rut, I know that when I'm surrounded by other people who are doing the same thing as me that kind of have the same challenges, have the same kind of successes, um, and I'm getting new inputs, like new speakers or like just meeting new people, networking, I always come out of there like with a fire under my ass. So definitely investing in putting yourself on the hook and going to an in-person event always changes things for me. Though events are, yeah. I mean, you and I can like be such give so many testimonies for events. I mean, it's like where we met each other and it's like, we've met so many amazing people. I think you're really right about that. Uh, what else do you, what else would you say to somebody in a rut besides ideas Honor list? It, talk it out, be a consumer, um, you know, like take long walks. I love the, that you said, you know, uh, put yourself on the hook. I mean, that's a pretty good list. And like bottom line is it's inevitable and just honor it. And, and, you know, they always say that, especially in business, it takes three to five years to be successful. And I, I think that that's because that's the only people who are left yeah. at three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone else has given up because they, they weren't able to weather those winters. They weren't able to weather those downtimes. They, you know, weren't able to be resilient. And then, of course, I think bottom line is at some point you do have to take an action. So going back to the book, um, The War of Art, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's his name? I forget who Pressfield. Yeah, Stephen Pressfield. is like at some point you have to sit your ass in the chair and write. Like if you're calling yourself a writer, you're yep. calling yourself a business owner, yep. then like you kind of have to eventually look at your business again. Or if you're going to be a professional, you kind of have to do that. Yep, you do. Yeah. So we're back, guys. Basically, we're back. We're, we're back. out of our funk. Keep us on the uh, <laughs> We we always love to hear from you and definitely you guys thanks so much for sharing all these and if if this you think will help someone else like any of our episodes we love that you share them and we appreciate you make sure you go to our private Facebook group thebestlifepodcast.com it will get you right in and we have more of these conversations over there we love to have the conversations with you and to hear your insights especially on this stuff let us know what's uh, helped you get out of your rut get out of your funk and get going because we could really use your ideas right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe we could put together a little like list of stuff and we could give it out for yeah. free. Call it the rut cool. guide to the best life podcast rut guide. Yeah, I yep. don't know. We'll <laughs> okay, you guys. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.